It's maths time. Married at first sight. I've got my popcorn ready. It's that time of year, and we didn't know what this time of year was until we went on the show, but it's maths time. How has it been a year since you guys all met us for the first time on the big screen? Now that we've got our podcast and I guess we have an opinion and we have a platform, we're like, how about let's do a little maths recap? Yeah, what people might have been feeling and thinking. Welcome back, guys. We just finished watching episode two. Episode two was really heartfelt and really emotional, don't you think? It was... I just feel like this maths is so different. Like I'm sitting here watching and I'm like, this is just so different to what ours was like and even just like putting myself in their shoes, just how different it is. It really is. Everything yeah. from, I guess, how how many people they had at their weddings, mm. all of the above, like everything the was weddings. so different. The weddings are so different. Some of them have had like super extra weddings and there's like so much, you can tell so much money and like effort's really been put into it. But I feel like with mine, obviously it was just Mitch and I, so it was a lot more smaller. It was a lot more intimate. Like our reception was just me and him. Yeah, it, yours was really intimate and beautiful. But we'll start off talking about Claire and Jesse because I really feel as though Jesse put a bad taste in my mouth. I don't know about you, babe. I feel like these kind of people, and I'm just judging by what I'm seeing on telly, but I just feel like these people who have such a high energy on the front end are usually not like that. Like it's like a coping mechanism. And I feel like he's maybe trying to be this personality, but really behind closed doors, he just might not be. It's so interesting because the amount of time he spent talking about women's icks mm. and that really kind of rubbed me the wrong way. The I did list. The list just went on. But even having it all written down on paper, like I just feel like that was also really just what? The writing it down on paper but also for me, I kind of was in two minds. I just thought to myself, is he doing this because he knows it's going to get airtime and he knows it's controversial or is he doing it because he actually thinks this? Yeah, like does he actually have this many icks? Is he being like, I don't know, picky or is he just, I don't know, was it just for the TV? I just kept thinking by the end of it, I just thought he was doing it for the TV, to be honest with yeah. you, because he just, the bloke wouldn't shut up. Yeah, he, he talked a lot. He did talk a lot. He talked a lot, but he wasn't making a lot of sense most of the time. And we found out that he is a marriage celebrant. Yes. And he was definitely a character uh, that from the Bucks we were kind of like, okay. like. But even the transition at the wedding, how he went from being this high-energy joker clown to then crying, like it was just a really big change, like a really quick big shift. But also we have to keep in mind that ceremony probably went for about two hours. Yeah, exactly. A lot of emotions are high, um, you're tired, you're stressed, you're nervous. And they skip a lot. They don't show a lot of the scenes that we're seeing on TV. Like we see about, what, like 10 minutes of the wedding, but really it goes for a lot longer. Yeah, the weddings go for like 10, 12 hours, guys. So you've like really got to remember that. But the thing that really icked me about Jesse and his bride, her name is Claire. She is a kindergarten assistant or mm. kindergarten teacher. She's Greek. Um, she's gorgeous. I she's, like her. Yeah, she, I like her. I really like her. She's yeah. got this like really husky voice. It's kind of growing on me. I didn't know if she was like sick or something or if that's just her voice, but I kind of, it's growing on me now. Mm. But as soon as he opened his mouth and then they showed Claire, I was like, this poor girl. But also like at the wedding, they instantly clicked. She was like loving everything about him and like they were like, like literally loving it. They clicked until she asked him when his birthday was and asked him. Star signs, yeah. And then he was like going a bit cuckoo in his head. 
in his head. And then she had the crystal in her bra. And he was like, for him, he's like in his head saying, this is a red flag, like this is a deal breaker, which I think is total bullshit. Oh, I'm like, dude, if anyone is in their head, it's, it's, it's Jesse. He's overthinking way too much. I feel like he's, I don't know, he's thinking too much about all this stuff. Their wedding was really beautiful. Yeah, no, their wedding was really nice. And they just both seemed really happy about like who was put in front of them. And that's what you could genuinely see. Like they were genuinely both actually so happy. From my first, like, from what I've seen of Jesse straight away, I don't know if he's necessarily genuinely on there for love. For love. Yeah. Like someone that's got a list of that many icks, is he really fucking looking for love? Like, I don't know. All he can think about is the negatives and there's yeah. nothing positive. Yeah. And he's it's like he's looking and waiting for one of the girls to say, oh, what's your star sign? And for him to immediately be like, actually, no. He's looking for an issue so he can be like, oh, nah, I need to pull out of this. That's what yeah. the vibe I was getting. Mm, yeah. I mean, hats off to him for wearing a pink suit. Hats off to him for, you know, wanting to wear that and doing it. I mean, I think the pink suit's just for him to stand out a little bit more. I think he's a little bit insecure. I'm just putting it out there. I think he does have a bit of insecurities, which is totally fine. That's what I mean about this whole front. It's about like when people I feel have this really, this kind of quirky personality, I feel like it is a bit of a front. And I mean, yeah, a standout, trying to, I mean, yeah, insecurities, like it definitely all kind of makes sense. So, yeah, all up, their wedding was kind of like smooth sailing. I think towards the end we kind of... We're getting the shits with Jesse because yeah. he was really overthinking this whole crystal yeah. thing, the star sign thing, and we we're like, Jesse, come on, bro. And it was just like a really big shift. Yes. Yeah, like when she asked him, his face just changed and he became so not interested. Yeah, and I really felt for Claire in that moment. Yeah. I was like, this poor girl. Yeah. But in amongst Claire and Jesse's wedding, we got to see a little bit of a sneak peek of our brides and grooms from the previous episode, Harrison and Bronte and Lyndall and Cam, how their honeymoons mm-hmm. were going. and. Bronte and Harrison, that's a whole other crazy ride. Oh, Harrison, I don't know what to say, mate. But but then also Bronte, I'm just like, I don't know how she got over it so quickly. I know. Neither do I. I don't know. If it was me, I definitely wouldn't be getting over it that quick. It just, it seems so shifty and like the gaslighting is, I can just see it happening now and it's going to just get worse. And we've heard as well now that he blocked the day after the wedding that girl that he was chatting to apparently, he blocked her like the next day or something. Yeah, we've seen a few things and also that girl slid into my DMs today. So that's a, just a yeah. um, some breaking news there. But, yeah, she um, slid into the DMs and, um, you know, we were chatting and I just offered her some advice, to be honest with you guys. I was just like, look, I think the number one thing that you need to do is stay out of the media and not like come be. the Bachelor, right? Yeah, she was on The Bachelor. And it seems as though maybe potentially her and that other girl, the one that made all the big fuss, is their clout chasers. Yeah, I feel like that. I mean, you are seeing a guy who's going on maths. You do all this. The girl, you know, drops the bomb. She messages you. It seems like other podcast platforms may be having sources. Like, it kind of, to me, when I hear this, I'm like, you're trying to get something out of this. Babe, at this stage, there are so many fucking sources. It sounds like a condiment rack, honestly. I'm like, are we talking about mayonnaise? Soy sauce. Mate, you've got all the condiments. Yeah, Yeah, then we saw Lyndall and Cam. I don't know. At this point, they just, like, look loved up and fucking nice, to be honest. They look really nice and happy and I'm, like, rooting for them. Yeah, we're rooting for them. Um, They have not rooted. Also, no one's rooted yet, which I'm actually upset about. I mean, I didn't have sex with Mitchell until our last night on the honeymoon which was about five nights. Yeah, she's a good girl. 
I was totally trying. He was like the one that didn't want to. And I was like, oh. He was playing the hard game, but not being hard. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> but the really beautiful and standout wedding of this episode mm. was definitely Sandy and Dan. Mm. And we did shed a few tears for yeah. Sandy, Um, which is kind of crazy because we were out one night. Where were we, babe? Um, electric. Electric. In Melbourne, it's like, don't go there. <laughs> I had to ask Ella because I just, all I remember was that there was these chandeliers hanging from the ceiling and they're fucking going and going. If anyone's from Melbourne, you guys will know. But I was in the bathroom one night and walking out and who I know now to be Sandy came up to me and she introduced herself and I just thought she, you know, watched the show and wanted to talk. But she said, hey, I've, I was on the show. I'm going to be on it. Mm. And so it's really interesting now and seeing her story mm. was really, really heart-wrenching. Yeah. I mean, it's so interesting because I was telling you as well, I watched this show called My Unorthodox Life and yeah. when um, Sandy was going through and reading her friend's message that she sent to her, I can understand it more now because I've seen this other show, right, and it really like sheds light around how women in certain cultures, in her case, it's Punjabi Hindu, is it? Um, oh. I don't know if they're Hindu, but Punjabi, Punjabi Indian. Indian. Yeah. And just like how in this show, My Unorthodox Life, it's a Jewish woman who leaves a community and no one goes. Like she doesn't speak to her family. She hasn't spoken to them in 11 years. And it's like so frowned upon to, you know, look for love in certain ways. So I kind of really understood her situation more because of this yeah. other show that I have seen and how this is such a big thing for her to be doing. Like, her family won't accept her. Yeah, it was honestly really beautiful to see mm. Sandy come to that conclusion and wanting to make her own life decisions and not have any barriers in her life to meet men in the mm. way that she wants to because she's her own woman. Mm. And I think it's so amazing to see a woman of Indian heritage mm. on TV and breaking these barriers. It's really amazing and I'm really happy that maths have yeah. made that move. And also mm. like I was just imagining being her in that moment, you know, in her traditional out dress yes. yeah. in her traditional dress that she would wear on her wedding day how daunting that would have been for her because it's never been done before on maths on Mar yeah. australia and you know even the way that they aired it how it was that awkward silence there was no one talking and we, even we were like oh my gosh like could you imagine how she would have been feeling in that moment in that moment when there was that that silence. awkward silence, we, we definitely felt like we were in the room. Oh, my gosh. Like, is this going to go really bad for her? Like, this this feels really scary now. But she has a great personality. I loved her sense of humour and, like, her pop of jokes. I really loved, like, that vibe that she has. And she's paired with Dan, who seems like a really yeah, lovely bloke. Yeah. So Sandy's 36, Dan is 42. He has one child, a 16-year-old girl. Mm -hmm. And he did say that he really is happy to have a woman in his life now that is going to be a role model for his daughter, which I love that. Mm, you know, he seems honestly like a really good guy. And even the way that he like turned it around and was like, you know, you look beautiful and like her vows were amazing and he really just supported her and it's like he just knew how scary that was for her. It was even more scarier for her putting herself out there like that against her culture. Yeah, and not having her parents there because they don't agree with it and yeah. she had her three siblings there, which was so beautiful. It was really emotional actually. Like yeah. I was like honestly getting super emotional. But, yeah, it, we had two very different weddings very different. in episode two. Very different. Jesse onto their honeymoon, I think it's just going to get a little bit more hectic. Yeah, I think they're going to be butting heads because he's like, he's pretty loud and out there and so is she, but they're loud and out there in different ways. 
That's what I was thinking. And, you know, the experts did say, I think it was John or Mel, mm. that, you know, these kind of personalities will go together. And I don't... I don't agree with that. Not always. Yeah. Sometimes two two of the same don't work. But also sometimes opposites don't attract. Um, opposites attract. I don't know. I don't know. It's all, look, case-by-case case basis, guys. Yeah. But but really, I really enjoyed episode two. I thought it was um, really amazing to mm. see such diversity. Yeah, more diversity. But also, again, with the cast, like comparing them to our cast and this year's cast, like they're all in ways very similar people. Yes. I think there is a bit of a cut copy of like, okay, we need this person, yeah. we need this person, we need this person. Because at the end of the day, it does come down to personalities and you can kind of see that there is cut copies there. But I really like that there are very different kind of personalities, but you can see who you'd match it with, you know yeah. what I mean, from our season. But I'm really excited to see where this is all going. I think, you know, Lyndall and Cameron, were, were we calling him Cam? Cam. Cam. Yeah. Lyndall and Cam, Cameron. They're cute as. They're really cute. I hope that they're happily ever after. They are cute. I just think that he might potentially get a bit bored. I don't know. It's, maybe mm. it's just a vibe that I'm getting from him. I don't know. Mm. I hope not. Um, but then Bronte and, and Harrison, I just don't know how she's got over it that quickly. I really want to know. Yeah, I have no idea, honestly. Like to be a fly on that wall. I know, and to see what really has been said. Because we, again, we don't see so much. So much of it is cut out. But I honestly think, guys, that by the end of the season we won't even be talking about that because I really don't think that's going to be the big issue of this season. Yeah. I think, you know, if anything, from that scenario, it's going to be more about the gaslighting because he really did gaslight Bronte really? at the wedding. Spun her out. Like she literally was just asking him about what had happened and what she's heard and then next minute she's like, huh? He like fully spun it on her. That was a bit much. But, yeah, we're really excited to see what episode three brings. We've got more weddings, more honeymoons. But to be honest with you guys, the weddings aren't my cup of tea. Ella loves them. I just love them because I feel like the weddings say a lot about us in this in this situation. I feel like the weddings do say a lot about where they could go or, like, what their relationship might be like because that first impression is everything. It really is. I'm a sucker for the group dynamic. I love the dinner parties. I love when everyone gets together. I really like to see how the personalities play out in that group setting. Yeah, I just like watching the people in relationships. I just like watching the love either develop or not. We really, really are rooting for love this year. We want to see some love. We want to see some couples. There's only been what? So we, we actually saw this thing that came up on Instagram. I think Yahoo posted it. Yeah. There's been five relationships last since the very first season of maths which was 10 years ago so i mean five couples guys there is a couple that are still together from seven years ago can you believe that it's pretty amazing good on them fucking amazing from seven years ago what season three season three and they're wow. still together Good on them. That's so nice. That I was know. What I was hoping for. I know. That's what I was hoping for too. But you know what? Look, we didn't get what we, no, we thought, didn't. but we got our friendship, and, and and we got this, and we're sitting right here talking about maths, which is so wild. Exactly. We get to sit here and talk about maths with you guys, and we are so blessed and honoured that we get to do that. So make sure you subscribe, guys, on whatever platform you listen to your podcasts, and we will catch you tomorrow with episode three. Ah, bye. bye.